Welcome to the Business Awards Show, where we share valuable information and secret nuggets to get your award entry notice by the judges for all the right reasons. Our weekly episodes also feature inspirational interviews with winners, judges and sponsors. So let's dive in and start your journey to award-winning success. Hello, it's Debbie Gilbert from the Business Awards Show, and I'm also the owner of the Best Business Women Awards. And today I'm joined by Ronia Fraser, who's a narcissistic abuse recovery coach. And she's going to be sharing a bit about her business today, her awards journey, and also sharing why you should be entering business awards. So she's an award-winning coach, delighted that you're here today. So let's hear a bit more about you and your business. Uh, thanks, Debbie, for, for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. And uh, as you just said, yes, I'm a narcissistic abuse recovery coach, uh, which is very specific in what I do. I'm an internationally certified trauma recovery coach. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, and I'm one of the leading experts in the field of narcissistic abuse recovery, which means I work with abuse survivors from all over the world, and I help them get back on their feet, regain their mental health, and recover who they were always meant to be. And uh, yeah, so that's basically what I do. So what brought you into that world? Well, needless to say, you don't end up working in a field like that unless it has happened to you. So I'm a survivor of narcissistic abuse myself. And when it happened to me, I didn't know what was going on. I just knew that something was really, really wrong because at that time I was really what I felt on top of the world. And I had a very successful career in the music industry. I was head of finance of uh, for a you know like hundred million dollar business operation. I was living in LA at the time. I had the palm trees. I had the sunshine. And then I got involved with the wrong guy. And literally overnight, my whole life that I had built for myself came crashing down, which obviously it didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And as a result of what happened in LA, I literally just had to drop everything. I had to leave my job, uh, which meant I had to give up my visa, my work visa that I had for the US. I had to um, you know, leave my house. I had to leave behind my friends, my whole life that I had built for myself. But I knew if I stayed, uh, I would be dead within the next four weeks. And it was some, something I could feel. So it was kind of like, you have to get, if you want to live, you have to get out now. Mm. So I got out, I came back here. And again, I didn't know what had hit me. I had no idea. I was always a very high functioning person. All of a sudden I wasn't functioning at all. I had really, I was struggling with my mental health, anxiety. Um, I had blackouts, I had nightmares. Like there was so much going on, which was so untypically me. And uh, of course I wanted to fix it. And I went to therapy uh, really religiously every week, trying to find something that would, would work. And I got really, really frustrated by the lack of results. And when we think about it, it was like six years ago. So six years ago, narcissistic abuse wasn't a thing. It didn't mean anything. Mm. 
whereas now it's this buzzword. You type it into Google and you have so much information. Six years ago, that wasn't the case. So I got really frustrated. I had a great, great therapist. She was absolutely wonderful. But because it's such a specific thing, I didn't get any results. And I got so frustrated by that because I was like, okay, listen, something happened to me and there has to be a way to fix this, right? I wasn't always like that. And uh, I was told, well, you know, that's just how it is now. And uh, it's just something you need to accept your life is just different now. And I said, no, I, I, I really can't because for me, it wasn't a life worth living. And I basically then went on this mission to find something that would reverse the damage as effectively as it was caused. And I don't know, call it German efficiency. <laughs> I just needed the, the results you know, and at that point in time, I was at a stage where I literally had nothing left to lose. I had already lost everything. And I think when you reach that kind of point, it allows you to go all in because mm -hmm. to be honest, if I had died in the process of finding something, it would have been fine as well because I had nothing left. But of course, I wanted to live. So that was the motivation. And uh, I went on this mission to find something. And once I did, it took me like five months to become symptom free. And that was without any you know, specialist um, help or support or application. And uh, basically what I then did was, and I guess because my brain works like that, I'm a business person. I have a very methodical brain. Mm -hmm. So what I then did was I got trained in everything that worked for me and uh, then modified everything, tweaked it for the particular purpose of narcissistic abuse recovery, which now obviously with my understanding and, you know, working in that field for the last five years and uh, the training allows me to really be very, very specific. And that's what gets the, the results because there is no second guessing there is you know if somebody comes to me and they can't express themselves because they don't understand what has happened it's fine mm. because i get it mm. and uh so basically uh, that's how the uh, narcissistic abuse recovery business was was born and yeah i've been doing that uh, ever since and obviously now we're getting to the point where all of a sudden it does mean something right? yeah it's more it's more widely known about thank goodness yeah. Um, but there's still a lot of work to be done. So Absolutely. that's why the work you're doing is so valuable. Um, and it's it's like some businesses are born out of our personal experiences and that you have then brought that to the fore and then gone and got the training and adapted that training. Mm -hmm. When anyone comes to you, they f you know, you fully understand their situation. Yeah, and they, they usually come to me when when they're literally at the end of their road because they've tried everything, yes. you know, and nothing really worked because textbook just doesn't apply. Yeah. And I think another thing that's really, really important to keep in mind is that abuse survivors very rarely actually fit into that box of an abuse survivor. So the women, that, and I work with men as well, but ma mainly women, um, the, the women that come to me, they, they are really, you know, high 
high-achieving women. They are doctors, they are founders, they are executives, they're senior managers. You know, they are the those strong women that have all their ducks in a row. And then all of a sudden their life comes crashing down. And I think what's the biggest challenge for women like us when that happens to us is that actually nobody takes us seriously mm-hmm. because they know us as those, you know, like really badass women who you know, they just sorted out. And I remember when I was looking for help, everybody was just like, "Uh, it's Ronnie, she'll figure it out. When actually in reality, I was fighting for my life, Mm -hmm. but nobody took it seriously. And especially with highly successful women, it actually happens so much more than we would think, but because it's behind closed doors. And then we also have that personality of being that fighter, right? So when we show up at work, nobody would ever notice that that's what we are dealing with at home. And when when I look back, I mean, I was head of finance, I was doing my MBA at the same time. It's, it's insane. Like, how did I even do that? But for some reason, that's it's a personality thing, right? And as, as business women, Mm-hmm. I think it's just how we are wired and nobody would have ever known that something wasn't right because at work I was just performing a hundred percent as I always would. Uh, but then I would leave the office and that's where the nightmare then basically began. And to be honest, I think uh, my work and my, my studies, I think that's, that's what, what saved me because that was that part of my brain that kept sane because it kept me really in the real world, if you will. Mm. And do your clients come from all over the world? Yes. Or, yeah. So, yeah. and how are people finding you through your reputation, your website, etc.? Uh, yeah. So there's a lot of word of mouth mm. by now, uh, obviously, because if you get results, people people talk about it, and we are talking about really major transformation, mm. right? And and when you experience a transformation, you just can't stop talking about it because mm. it's so amazing. Um, I do a lot of PR work because I am an expert in in the field. So I do a lot of media work. I do a lot of public speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I speak at um, professional conferences as well. So to coaches, therapists, medical professionals to introduce my approach uh, because obviously I can't help everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm basically I'm always present in some some sort of way. Yeah. So let's talk about awards now. Um, So when did you first start thinking about, well, I ought to start entering awards? When was your sort of Um, moment that you thought about that? It was about two years in, I think. So we're talking 2019, something like that. Mm -hmm. And the reason I thought about an award was, I mean, obviously it was a big acknowledgement of how far I have come from a personal point of view, because two years prior to that, I wasn't even functioning. And now all of a sudden I quit my job. I started my own business. I went all out there and I basically started something that didn't even exist at the time. And um, I thought, because when you do something that people don't get, mm. whether it's starting your own business or, as I said, actually doing something that's so novel mm. that people just look at you and, and they don't understand yeah. what you're doing. Mm. And that's when I first thought about getting involved with awards. Mm. So, but it wasn't like tooting my own horn as such, it was more about credibility. Yeah. Because 
when you are an award-winning coach or business mm. owner in, in general, it makes such a huge difference in how you are perceived. And especially for me, right, I came from a finance background. Finance, mm. everybody understands. You're head of finance, you know, you're doing your thing. Nobody bats an eyelid. All of a sudden, I give up my very lucrative finance career to start my own thing. What do you do? Oh, I do narcissistic abuse recovery coaching. Oh, doesn't mean anything unless it has happened to you, right? It means absolutely nothing. When I trained as a hypnotherapist, I remember my dad was like, so what hocus pocus did you get up to this week? You know, because it's like people don't understand. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, of course, when you, you do your thing and you keep going, you keep going, you keep going, and then obviously the reward will come in. But what an award does is really establish the credibility. I know that some people, you know, like the whole award thing just to, you know, flatter themselves and look at me. Mm -hmm. But I think from a business perspective, mm -hmm. it really is about the credibility because now nobody bats an eyelid when I say, this is what I do. This is who I am. Yeah. Uh, and uh, here is my track record. Yeah. So it's instant credibility. And uh, again, I think it also depends on what kind of awards you go for, because mm. obviously that's another thing that's happening right now, right? Where there's like awards left and right. <laughs> there's awards for everything. I know. <laughs> and uh, so I'm very, very specific yeah. in the awards uh, I go for, mm -hmm. or, you know, sometimes you get nominated, obviously, for yeah. an award, and, and you don't even know about it, which is even better, because it's like, oh, wow, you get that phone call, it's like, oh, you're a finalist, for, and I'm like, oh, how, how did that happen? Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just very, very particular mm -hmm. in uh, what award I would go for, because it has to serve that mm. purpose of credibility rather than just adding a list of, oh, I've won 10 awards. Mm. So you've sense. done a mixture, haven't you? So you've done yeah. some industry specific ones. So talk me through the industry ones that you've done. Yeah. So I have won the International Coach of the Year 2019. That right. was my my first award mm -hmm. uh, for my international mm -hmm effort because it's it's such it's such an international topic mm. it really is because it doesn't discriminate against right. age or gender or nationality it literally is everywhere mm -hmm. so that was the first i then won the silver award for the best businesswoman award that one was particularly important for me because I am a business person. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everybody thought I turned into this airy fairy person, which I'm not. I'm still me. I'm still running a business. It's just not something that's the norm. Yeah. So um, winning that award actually was very important for me, um, as I said, for the credibility mm. And as a businesswoman, yes, mm. because now people understand, okay, I may not understand what she's doing, but it's clearly working. Mm. Right. And then for the last two years, 2021 and 2022, I've been nominated as the finalist for the NLP in healthcare award, which for me is incredible because that was one of those awards where I didn't uh, actually put myself forward where somebody else did that. And uh, it was the first time I realized that what I'm doing actually makes a huge difference in the healthcare kind of field. Whereas before I might have to see myself as, you know, an international coach, mm -hmm. 
but I work with complex trauma and I've developed an approach that actually shows results. I speak to, as I told you, you know, medical professionals and therapists and coaches, and I give training to them. And that was a big change in my mind, in the way I was perceiving myself. And it literally blew my mind because five years ago, six years ago, I was an accountant and now I'm actually nominated for my contributions in the mental health field. Uh, so that was really huge for me. And that's the thing with awards, right? I mean, one part of it is, okay, it's my achievement. I deserve to be rewarded for, you know, what I have achieved. That's one thing. You have the credibility. And then sometimes it's also this, game changer really in the way you perceive yourself absolutely and I think you know the credibility angle is is massive because yeah. you have been externally recognized mm -hmm. for the work you're doing yeah you often say to me oh you know I've got to enter the awards myself and I'm saying well yeah because we are a business competition yeah so yeah. You know, when so you that one actually I find very hard because <laughs> it doesn't come natural to me and I'm I'm all that kind of person that has this whole list of achievements throughout my whole life, but I'm also that kind of person who never really celebrated it. Mm. And I guess it's part of the, the healing journey that I went mm. through as well to actually go like, no, pause. And you really deserve um, recognition okay. and acknowledgement because what you're doing is incredible. But it doesn't come naturally to no. write an application and go no. like, oh, can you please consider me for an award? And uh, what I actually really liked about the Business uh, Woman Awards is that you really have to, you know, submit solid. Mm. Uh, it's not just mm. like tooting your own horn, going like, oh, I'm amazing. No, you actually mm. have to, you there know, is quite a supporting lot of documentation. Yeah. And it takes quite some time to fill that in, which is oh. a lot of commitment, I think. So definitely. Yeah. And you also got some press, didn't you, after yes. the awards. So talk a little bit about what exposure you got as a result of awards. Um, well, first of all, it gets mentioned, obviously, when you get uh, media coverage. So multi-award winning trauma recovery coach, narcissistic abuse recovery coach sounds very different yeah. than narcissistic yeah. abuse recovery coach and i got some local press i got some national press in like various women's magazines and, and newspapers uh, got some international press as well and just for the fun of it because when you start doing pr work you know you, ki you kind of can start playing around with it a little bit just for the fun of it i actually sent the press release for the businesswoman awards i translated in to German because I'm German very badly so because my German isn't very great but, <laughs> but I translated it and sent it to the newspaper of my hometown and they actually ran like a half page article Yay. and uh, that obviously I got so many messages because obviously I, co I come from a very small town so everybody knows my parents they would call my parents and yeah. I did it for my parents to be honest you yeah. know it's just yeah. like they're like oh my god like I saw your daughter in the paper and uh, so for for like a week or so it was like that massive big deal in that small yeah, that town and uh, people reaching out and for me it was very satisfactory I have to say because back then I left Germany like 20 years ago mm. almost but back then I trained as a tax accountant and all very proper mm. and I, I look but I look like this 
right? I had my tattoos, I had my colored hair, and it was always like, you know, you will never get a job. And this is just a phase and like all those things, right? And I always was very solid in who I was, mm. right? And I just ignored all of that. But of course, everybody knew better, right? So now 20 years later, all of a sudden, I win the Best Businesswoman Award, Silver Award for Coaching in, in the UK. And they ran that article. And for me, it was so satisfying to all the Very. naysayers that 20 years ago told me that you, you will never get anywhere. Nobody will ever offer you a job. And I'm like, well, look at me now. So I have to say that gave me a lot of satisfaction. That is amazing. Well, yeah. we always like to finish up with what's your plans? So what are you doing? What are you up to this year? And what, what, what does the future hold? Um, this year, I think uh, it's going to be pretty mellow. I'm a little bit in a research and development phase. You know, when you um, develop new products and new offerings, I'm currently working on my training program because it's something that's been requested uh, on numerous occasions. So I train other coaches, therapists, medical professionals, so they can help their clients better. And uh, I've done a lot of PR work this year, especially around narcissistic abuse awareness day and things like that. But then next year is going to be then the release of all the, the new products. And I'm actually very excited because there's so much happening right now. It feels like the lid is about to blow off, uh, which is a little bit scary as well, because you kind of never feel ready for when, you know, it, it happens, but because it's such a hot topic and it's being talked about more and more. Mm. Uh, I mean, if you just think about the Love Island discussion that's going on right now, I mean, I've never watched it, but it's always been like that. Nobody ever said anything. It was just entertainment. It was just drama. Now all of a sudden they're getting called out mm. on their behavior. So there is like so much shift happening at the moment. So next year I expect to be a really, really interesting year for for me for my work and and for that line of that field in in general i think wow well thanks for joining me today you're an incredibly inspiring lady and uh i do urge anyone listening to the podcast to go and look you up and find out more information about what you do and if they know anyone who is suffering from narcissistic abuse get in touch with you um, so thank you for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I look Thanks forward for to me. watching your journey because it's thank very you. exciting. <laughs> I'm excited. So thank you very much. Take care now. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business Awards show. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, businessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.